0: everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the fourth season of Bring the Virtual Balance podcast, brought to you by the Office of Health and Wellness at Baruch College. My name is Isabella, and I'm joined with my fellow PAWS peer mentor, Nisha, and we will be your hosts for this season. Should I introduce myself as
1: well? Nisha, why don't you introduce sure. yourself first? Uh, hi, everyone. I'm here at the office. And health and wellness. Um, we offer just a little background information. We offer lots of yearly programs, workshops such as yoga, stress management, um, cooking demonstrations, public speaking, time management, um, and so much more. And um, just a background information about me. Um, I'm a junior and I work for uh, Pause. and um, I'm really excited to join you guys here today.
0: And the SPAWS, which stands for Peers Advocating for Wellness Services, we encourage healthy lifestyle choices through a variety of workshops. And all of those workshops relate to the mentions of the wellness wheel, which are emotional, intellectual, spiritual, occupational, social, environmental, and physical. And to learn all about that, you can follow our Instagram at baruchpaws or email us at
1: edu. Um, and today we're going to be talking about um, gaining confidence, building your self-esteem by looking at social media from a perspective. So we will be focusing on the intellectual and emotional uh, components, and, which relate to maintaining your emotional health by living a balanced life through managing stress, getting enough sleep, and being able to ask for help, um, as well as staying curious and enhancing your intellectual trust through learning new things. And with all of
0: that in mind, let's welcome today's guest speaker, Samantha. Uh, Samantha, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um,
2: <clears throat> sorry, I'm Samantha. Samantha Kishner. Um, I am also a student at Baruch. I'm currently a senior, so graduating in the May. In May, really ready for that. Um, I'm a psychology major, and I minor in sociology and uh, Black and Latino studies. So. Um but I also and you know that's why why you guys invited me is because I'm the president of a club called Our Bias and Bias is an acronym for beauty in all sizes so the club is called Our Beauty in All Sizes and it's um a body positivity self-love based club where we work really hard as Club members and with other organizations in the school and club organizations, and we worked with the Health, health and Wellness Center um, to have events that really help people on their journey to self love. And in whatever form that means, through like self expression and through getting to learn from other people, we have like speakers and we have creative events where we make like vision boards and we've made a body positive pledge together and we have conversations about eating disorders and we've had a lot of conversations about things like how social media affects um, your body image and the things that you can do to, you know, mitigate the amount that that affects you and so it's a really cool environment with a lot of awesome people anyone's allowed to join we're we're even having um a couple more speakers for the rest of the semester so you know if you are interested in finding us um we have an instagram at our bias baruch where you know like you can see all the different club events that we've had um and we're also like new we like i am a founder of the club um and So we've been around since we were like chartered, chartered by the club two weeks before like the COVID pandemic happened. So we got to have like two events in person and then the rest has been done on Zoom. But it's been really one of the best things that I've been able to be a part of. And I've learned a lot
0: um, getting to be a part of this, of this club. Thank you so much for sharing. So I think you are the, the perfect person to ask this question which is, do you think that social media has impacted you? Do you think it has an impact on your life? And if so, do you think it's negative or positive? I
2: think that at different points in my life, when I had different understandings of the impacts of social media and when I had different relationships with myself, it has had the chance to affect me both negatively and positively. At points, like, I feel like when uh things like instagram when we were like in mid we're all around the same age so like when we were in like middle school like and instagram was becoming really big i i feel like it was worse a lot worse for my mental health when we didn't create like boundaries between us and social media so that's when i was still like looking at all these could have access to all these like instagram models and like your feed was filled with the like celebrities and people whose job it is to look good for Instagram and now that especially like a platform like TikTok has come about it the videos you like um make your feed so personalized to you on an app like that so my feed on an app like TikTok is like women supporting women and like body positive influencers and those have a really positive influence on me like I've learned a lot more about how to love myself through watching women on tiktok love themselves um and so i think that like based on the boundaries that you set with the social media that you use it can have a positive impact but if you don't use it wisely it's really easy for it to negatively impact the way
0: that you see yourself and even other people that's so interesting because personally like when i was younger and when i had instagram what it was i was like 13 14 when i had instagram like i didn't care at all like i would just post like a picture of my thumb or like and not even look <laughs> at anything else so I yeah like, I had the, like the complete opposite like i didn't i wasn't like when i was looking at instagram i wasn't like damn look at all these girls like i just didn't care And now it's, like, the opposite. Like, I'll be on Instagram and TikTok and look at, uh, like, looking at all these influencers and stuff and, like, feeling bad about myself. So I feel like it's the opposite for me. But it's definitely true that you have to,
2: like, curate
0: your own feed. Like, see what, like, you know, see what you like and then they'll, the algorithm will help
2: you. I used to follow people on Instagram that, like, those those diet pages, like, they would be on your, like, Instagram, like page uh the feed you'd see all those things like what's healthy versus what's not healthy how many calories you should take in why you're how to lose belly fat like like and then also see these like beautiful like very um like societally approved beauty um and that was really hard but I don't follow those accounts anymore and I don't even use honestly the platform of Instagram for as much stuff because I found that it didn't like update to my current mindset as well as like a platform like tiktok and that and it really depends on like who you are and how you use a certain app i'm sure that if i like followed more specific accounts on um or certain people on instagram that like i could make it so i had the same effect on me but i just found that it was easier on an app like tiktok um like I found more authentic people. I think it's easier to be authentic and real when it's a video that's like less edited than a picture that you can spend a lot of time editing and writing the perfect caption for. But I think that's like, that's one of those things that's like to each their own on what feels better as long as you're able to make sure that you're following people that don't affect you negatively like you have like you do have to take the time to make sure that you're creating that you're using the app in a way that's not unhealthy like even i sometimes will like go into a thing and see like start looking at different celebrities and instagram models and start feeling bad about myself and like samantha stop like why? like you know that you're that's unhealthy for you to do and you know that you're going to feel so gross and upset with yourself after so just stop now um and having like that sort of self-control I think takes practice but it like really helps in terms of not like of like learning to not compare yourself with people on the internet
1: I definitely agree with that um I think that um a lot of people forget that they can curate their own need and even like Like me, I haven't really realized how impactful it is to just like be on Instagram and see like all of these models, these girls who are just like so like different. And I never really understood how that felt like until pandemic hit, I gained like 20, 30 pounds. And for me, I have always like my metabolism has always been very fast. And I've always had this like way of life that I was so used to. And then suddenly when I from like one thing, to a completely other thing I'm like okay I'm experiencing like how it feels to not be the same anymore and it's very overwhelming for me it's very very overwhelming I don't know how to handle this part of myself I don't know how to handle like looking at other people who are like different you know and I feel like I forget that it is everything is in my control I do not like open that feed I do not have to look at them in that way um, I can definitely curate my own feed um, but what I've started doing because I know that like it's honestly sometimes it's out of your control like it, it's not easy to just like be like okay swipe away you know mm-hmm. my I've already seen it I'm human you know I'm gonna yeah. think about it so um, on TikTok actually there's this girl that I follow and she is um, very like she blows me away with her videos she's very authentic very very authentic and she posts um videos about her um like impurities on her body she shows like you know like her mustache she shows like her cellular uh, stretch marks and just everything that i didn't realize like girls were so confident in showing and now me realize like wow you know that's actually something to show off like yeah I have cellulite I have stretch marks and recently I went to Texas and I went to um I went to this like pool party I'm telling you all of the girls that were there were like they were there for like like to model and to like you know impress the guys that were Mm -hmm. there to get um the guys to come in and I was like so um shy cuz I'm like I don't feel like I belong here. This doesn't seem yeah. like a place for me. But I tried so hard to snap out of it and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go in the center of that pool where no one is and I'm just going to take pictures. Like I I'm, I'm going to like tell my boyfriend, you know, just take pictures of me. And I was honestly very happy cuz I saw like I saw the pictures and you know, I embraced my stretch marks and I felt beautiful. So, um I think that all has to do with also like what you see because when I was on um, TikTok I would see this girl post so much about her stretch marks and her impurities um, and how she was able to turn her insecurity into something um, that she loved about herself and I think being able to flip that is something so powerful that, like, I'm still trying to do, and I'm I'm sure, like, everyone is still trying to do, but once we achieve that, it's, like, our entire way of life gets different.
2: Yeah, it really helps to see, like, positive examples of that. There are things that, like, you don't understand sometimes that society has taught you are so negative about yourself that, like, it just takes one person telling you, like, that's okay. Like, one thing um is, like, with stretch marks, which you had mentioned – I heard a one-one, just one person on TikTok say, oh, I love my stretch, mar- stretch marks. I call them, like, my, like, tiger marks or something, like, my tiger scratches. And <laughs> I was, like, that's so cool. <laughs> and, like, because they look like that. Like, I have t- uh, stretch marks on my stomach, and it literally looks like a tiger just, like, <laughs> went like that on my stomach. And I'm, like, well, that's that's awesome. And, like, they nice. also like, mothers, like, be, like, talk to their children, and their children, like, ask the Like, what are these marks on you? And it's, like, that's my gift from you. Like, Mm. um, that's how I created you. And, like, our stretch marks are just, like, our bodies conforming to, like, take care of us. Um, And I think that's a beautiful thing when you see it through that lens. Like, there's so many things. Like, a lot of, uh, we focus a lot on the club in talking about, like, what our bodies are capable of. Because when you see your body as, like, the reason that I can be the president of the club, the reason that I can be talking to you guys today, the reason that I've been able to make any sort of impact Mm. in the world at all is because my body enables me to do that. Like the reason that I can have loving relationships and I can have fun and I can walk outside. Like those are things that my body allows me to do. And like, when you take a step back and you're like, wow, it's crazy. My body lets me do all this stuff, and yet I, like, shit on it so much. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm so upset with it all the time for just focusing on the things that are, are not perfect about it. And it's, like, it's working, though. Like, look at me functioning. and I'm prospering because of it. And, and like, I think uh, we did have an event where we kind of made a collage, and we, like, uh, it started out with, like, the form of a human body, and it was, like, we focused on each part of the body, and we're, like... P- put pictures of things that that um, part of your body allows you to do. So we started with like the head and we talked about the fact that we can hear, we can listen to music, we can sing, we can talk, communicate. And then like went down to each body part, like our arms allow us to carry things, allow us to hug people. um, And went through the body and just talked about it in that way. And I think it's a really helpful way to, um, to like start this like communication in your head but talking about the things
0: you can value
2: about yourself. It's a skill, Um, though.
0: Yeah. Those are, like, a thing that that you have to practice. Because Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, it's, like, being able to distinguish things from, like, what's curated and what's real. It's, like, not easy to do. And that ability to, like, step outside of yourself, kind of, and look at yourself and, like, social media from a perspective – it's it's hard to do. Like, it's something you really need to practice.
2: Um, a piece of advice that I've, like, mentioned to people before, and I think that is something that helped me, and I know I'm not alone in that. We have all heard of, like, you know, like, affirmations and saying those to yourself, but also, like, this kind of faking it till you make it sort of thing. Like, you need to sometimes act as if you are the most confident person in the world. And, like, sometimes it almost, like, rewires your brain into, like, believing it. Like, you need to sometimes just look in the mirror and, like, hit on yourself. Like, I love getting dressed in the morning and, like, looking at myself in the mirror and being like, look at you, like, (laughs) and you kind of, like, just need those moments. Like, I think society kind of shames women a lot of the time for – Like, they're like, you should be more confident. But then a woman acts confident and it's like, why are you, why is your ego so big? Why is your head so big? Like, calm down, sit down. And it's like, no, like, enjoy those things about yourself. It is such a power move in our society where, like, billions of dollars are made from us hating ourselves. Think of all the industries that base their whole thing off of us hating ourselves. It is such a power move to be like, no. I love myself and I'm going to act like it and I'm going to do these little steps to show myself that I appreciate myself and what my body can do. And like, I think when you start doing that just a little, you start to feel a certain amount of empowerment that makes it easier to keep going. Like you just have to take those like couple first steps of like convincing yourself that you are worthy, that you are beautiful, that your body is capable of so many amazing things. And then you start to like... Everyone has, like, a thing that will make them realize, oh, wow, I am capable of so much. Like, it doesn't, maybe for you, it's like climbing a mountain. For someone else, it could be, like, just standing in front of the mirror and, like, having a moment of, like, wait, I, like, look cool right now or whatever it is. Like, it can come in all sorts of shapes and forms. But I think that it takes, it definitely is one of those things that takes practice and takes, um, it takes time like self love is not a thing that you just all of a sudden have it 's a journey it 's not even a linear journey like it 's not like a straight nice line up it 's like it has its ups and st- up, ups and downs. I think that like ninety ninety five percent of the time I feel really great about myself and then like there are things that will trigger me, and all of a sudden I feel like i 'm fourteen years old again, and like i 'm like i don 't like the skin i 'm in, and I have so much trouble existing as myself. And it's about being able to, like, pull yourself back from that. Like, as long as you are, every time you fall down, you're still able to get up and you're still able to say at the end of the day that you love yourself, like, you're still winning. Like, you are still winning on that journey of self-love. And it's like, it one bad day doesn't affect, like, how you'll feel about yourself in the long run.
0: So do you think that social media sometimes stands in your way? Like, you believe one thing and, like, like you said, I you know you're confident and you know that you love yourself, but do you think that social media, sometimes you get so caught up in it that it kind of makes you contradict yourself? Like, you you start believing the opposite. Like, for me, it's it's a little different, but um, I used to, you know, like, drink dairy milk and, like, eat ice cream and eat cheese and stuff, and then there was, like, a huge wave of, you know, oat milk and almond milk on social media, and people were telling you, like, dairy milk is evil. You cannot drink it. It's, like, terrible for you. Never, ever again. And I got caught up in it, and I was like, yeah, it is evil. Like, I don't know anything about it, but, yeah. Like, I should not be drinking dairy milk, because it's terrible for me. And I went for, like, a whole year of not drinking dairy milk, even though I was eating ice cream and cheese, which is still dairy. And I realized, (laughs) like, why am I I buying into this? Like, why am I believing this social media, like, construct without actually, like, putting my own thought into it I
2: definitely think okay I was gonna say that I think that it is easy for there to be certain contradictions even just like so quickly like on Instagram and TikTok and apps like that like you're going through your feed so quickly you're absorbing a lot of information in a really short amount of time and so like one of the TikToks you could be seeing is like maybe, like, more thinner girls that are more societally beautiful, like, dancing or showing you some cute fashion thing that you're like, wow, I really like this dance or I really like this this outfit. And then the next... and, And you also see a video of a woman, like, showing you her stomach rolls and showing you how cool that is. But, like, then I think about that outfit and I'm like, well, I have these stomach rolls, but, like, I don't think that they'd look cool in that outfit. Like, because you see this one body type is still, like, taking a lot over of the, like, fashion industry, so you still, like, you look at the clothing, whatever, and it still looks like it's supposed to be on one body type, but then it's like, but the next video I'm watching is super body positive and all this stuff, and it can be, like, hard to absorb so many different types of information like that in a short period of time, um, and it is contradicting and i think um i think sometimes that you, like when you have a lot of that you just got to like take a breather like you you have to maybe get off the app i totally agree that's that's how we they hook us on it being such quick fast information like on it being videos that are happening so quickly or pictures that we can see so quickly <laughs> um and sometimes our brains can't like handle how quickly that is. I don't think we're programmed to handle how quickly all these contradicting things are
0: thrown at us. And so sometimes you just need a break. Like a break. Right. I even uh, even TikTok like totally off my phone because I just, I couldn't do it anymore. Like it was too much. Even Instagram. Like I feel like I still need Instagram. Even I don't, I don't need it, but in my head I still need it. And it's like hard to get off of it because it's like an addiction. But you really need that break. You need to, like, get off and, like, think for yourself. Like, go outside. Like, hang out with friends. Like, you don't need to be constantly looking at content, like, thrown at you all the time.
1: I was also going to say, like, um, another way of distinguishing, like, what's, like, reality, what's um, curated. And I guess um, also seeing if, like, like when you're when you're on social media and you know Bella like as you said like you know you wanted to cut out dairy and then you know you were still eating ice cream and all of that um, I feel like it's more so like you can still on um, social media but it's more so finding your why power so if you see like okay I want to be more confident I want to love my body you have to know why you want to love your body everybody wants to like they want to want to love their body you know but not a lot of people have like a specific reason like I want to love my body because I want to feel good about myself I want to be able to live my life without saying so many bad things to myself every single time I notice every little thing I want to tweak in my body you know so I think it's more so finding your why power to make it easier um, to establish that confidence you know um, and I wanted to ask you, like, I'm really curious if you think you would be more confident um, and more comfortable with yourself without social media, like, if you completely cut that out of your life.
2: I think that's tricky in some aspects because um, I feel like I have more positive days with social media recently than I have negative. And I think that I've learned so much about myself through, like, an app like TikTok. I've, like, in the best way possible, learned that no experience I have had is unique to me. Like, all the things that I thought were weird that I was judging myself about are not unique to me. There are other people going through that, and, like, in a positive way, like, they're not judging themselves they're like look we're we're weird we do this too it's actually normal like and i think like i've learned things about my my body through that my sexuality through that the way that i just exist my childhood like i mean there are all these things that you judge yourself for until you realize that other people go through it too so to understand that other people have the same struggles that i have um and were able to overcome them in similar ways or like teach me ways to overcome them i think are really important and can be super empowering and i mean like the club like is based on being able to make those similar connections like the fact that I have i have girls in the club that have similar cultural backgrounds and have never been able to talk to someone until being in the club that like because of their background, they had really similar experiences with the way that their bodies were talked about or the way that their bodies were judged in their families. And without having those connections, you feel so isolated and alone. And it's, it almost makes it easier to overcome when you know that you're not alone in it and that you know that you are not it, it, this experience was not exclusive to you. Um, and so um, I think that if social media can benefit people in that way, which it has for me. It's, I felt like I have found community in a lot of ways on social media that I, you can't always find in person. Although I do have that with the club, but I found it even more with an additional social media platform. Um, so for me, I think that it's helped, but I've also had to like learn and it's taken me since I was in middle school to learn how to use social media in a way that is not unhealthy for me. And yeah. if I, I think if I wasn't so willing to learn that and wasn't able to recognize the ways that I was using it incorrectly before, then I don't think I would be able to say the same answer. But like in my recent life currently, I feel like it, the, specifically the platform of TikTok has, I've made, I think it's only made myself, made me love myself more because of that community aspect.
1: I agree with that. I think you'd also definitely answer the questions about the benefits of social media because it has evolved so much, you know, like before, um, and it's not just the social media that has evolved. I think it's ourselves, like just the fact that you can recognize that you have been using like Instagram and TikTok in the wrong ways is just incredible. You know, the fact that you can come into like recognition, that's awesome, you know, because once you know that, okay, I'm incorrectly using this platform you can curate your feed better you know mm-hmm. like, catering to you um when i'm talk, i realize that i'm not just seeing people lip sync. i'm seeing people talk about their struggles i'm seeing people respond to their um, trauma and how they are like walking themselves through it how they're holding like like and it's incredible because it's like sometimes you feel like you know at this weird uncomfortable age, you feel so um lonely and you live in a very big it doesn't matter who you live with sometimes you can live with 15 and you still feel like no one knows you you still feel alone you know and that's because we're at a very like very interesting age where we're still learning and i feel like when we have a platform like TikTok, where people can very openly speak about um, the things that they're going through and the way that they're handling it is awesome. You know, like I've, I'm following so many people who talk about their struggles and, and the psychology behind trauma. I didn't even realize there was so much psychology behind trauma, I did not realize that. And once I started understanding that, I've been more confident with myself because I'm like, okay, you know what? It's not my fault. It's not, this is not happening to me. You know, this is, this is not about me. This is, I'm, I should not feel personally attacked. If somebody else has a problem in their life, that has nothing to do with me. That, that's a them problem, you know? And I was not gonna, like, learn that when, if it if it wasn't for me waking up in the morning, scrolling through social media, naturally finding these people and being blown away by the way that I'm talking about, you, you know? Like now I guess I'm more, I'm more okay with my life. Like I was very um, hung up over trauma because I felt like I just had so much baggage and I think I was like pointing the fingers at myself. And when I started understanding that some people come with baggage and they're going to, and it's going to reflect on you, then you start distinguishing what you should put your attention towards and who you should blame and who you should blame should be no one like it happens because people go through things and their mind gets wired um differently but you shouldn't um drown on it every time you know Mm -hmm.
2: it's definitely helpful to like be able to know that Sometimes, like, the the fact that the way that you are isn't always your fault, especially the things that you don't like about yourself. Like, there are things that you can change, but they're not necessarily things that it's your fault that you got to that place. I mean, at the end of the day, like, we're so young. We haven't had that much time to, like, shape our lives independently, like, of our parents and our families. So we are still, like, in a lot of ways, reflections of the way that we were treated and the way that we were raised and so it is only now like as we're like college students and we're graduating and we're gonna have big girl jobs and stuff that like we'll have this independence to like really figure out who we are without the things that they say to us that affect us and the way that we're treated that affects us and like we'll be able to take like realize and tiktok has taught me a lot about like the way that i was treated or the things that gone on that had gone on in my life that like made me have a, the mindset that i do like there are things that my parents did not purposely not with bad intentions but have created like a maybe less positive relationship with my body when i was younger like sometimes it's even the things that like like, watching your your role model, like your mother or father or whoever, talk about their own bodies and complain about them. Like, I watched my mom complain about her body a lot. She never said anything about mine. But, like, hearing that type of language, like, that's, that's the person who teaches me how to talk to my own body, how to love myself. Like, that is supposed to be the role model of that. And if you don't have that or you have someone... Who matters to you that is constantly critiquing you um those are things that affect the mindset that you have now in addition of course to like all the societal stuff and all the social media stuff and tv and movies and magazines and all those things um and so to like have a platform that kind of some that sometimes says hey this is why you're like that like that's really helpful and it makes you feel less crappy about yourself in a way like oh all right, not all of it's my fault.
0: And I think One thing I really found useful from social media, like even like the small things that people may say about you, like, oh, someone said like, oh, your like hair looks frizzy today or something like that. I used to take it so personally, but then I realized whatever those people are saying is just a reflection of how they're feeling about themselves. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's just, they're just projecting their own feelings and insecurities onto other people to make themselves feel feel better and I didn't realize that until like social media made me realize it
1: yeah um I also think that like I'm I guess more confident with like years to come like with our with our kids and this idea of our future our families because I feel like like I'm happy that we're just more aware now you know I feel like well with my parents they grew up in a very different generation and the things that we're talking about the taboo subjects to them that we're talking about is more um like it's it's more spoken about now. And it's it's just very common to talk about it. And it's very common to like have knowledge behind it, you know. So I feel like in the future, especially like when I think about, you know, like when I have kids, I'm like, OK, it's not about it's not about like bodies and it's not about like talking about um how you look it's more like you have to emphasize how you feel you have to emphasize like what's actually important you know because Mm -hmm. i think you know samantha what you said um earlier about how your mom wouldn't necessarily say anything about about your body but she would talk about her body you know and it's not that she's not saying anything to you it's the fact that you're hearing her say those things to herself like you're Mm -hmm. hearing um her own body which you can't help from that because you're like oh my mom is saying um x y and z about my body and now you're realizing that that's normal like now you're making that you're normal you're making it normal to critique your body which is how kids like think you know like when you're young and you hear your mom and you hear your dad talk about like oh you know you look fat in that dress or you look chunky your arms look chunky i grew up hearing that my dad would always say like oh like you shouldn't wear that dress cover up with a sweater you know so when I got older and I gained weight just yesterday I'm like damn like I should have covered up with my leather jacket or something you know and I feel like now that we have more um awareness of how we were brought up and how it's more of like also understanding the psychology behind how our parents were like raised you know it's not always just like how we're raised it's also yeah. how that affects how we are raised you know and now that we know better when we have kids we're gonna be more aware of what not around them what to emphasize on you know and yeah they'll, they'll be happier people i like it's all about
0: perspective
2: it, it really is and that last part about the like kids i've like thought about it like so much because i've spent i put so much effort and energy into loving myself and reversing the the types of the the type of language that I was taught growing up about how to talk about myself. So I'm like, I don't want my future child to have to go through that. And so I'm like already like making a plan of the types of I'm like, I will not be talking about bodies in my feet to my future children in like a negative, positive way, or like talk about food in a negative, positive way. Like, Oh, this is good for you. This is bad for you. Or like, I don't like, I'm like, Especially like you know when like grandparents will say something like no, like that won't I'm like I I will write up a thing to of instructions to my to my parents to be like you cannot comment on these things about my child like it's just they don't need that like and I think there's a lot of people that are like gaining that sort of mindset and so I am optimistic that like when our generation does have children or raise pe- little beings that like we won't talk to them in the same way that we were talked to and I feel like a big conversation that I've seen on TikTok is the ending of like generational trauma and so our parents talk to us in a certain way because their parents talk to them in a certain way well now we can recognize that and not do that same thing and like end it where it is and I think that that's going to go for a lot of things but I'm excited to like I'm hopeful that it we'll we'll see the ending of that in a lot of ways about negative language towards
1: our bodies I'm excited for that as well because I know there's so much to change and making progress because like just this year alone we're just I I have been in so many different events where people are talking about (laughs) their trauma and how they're recognizing it and how they're recognizing that it's not their fault you know have not grown up with dads. People who have gro- grown up in broken households with abusive parents. With um, I guess girls who look at themselves in the mirror and would just talk bad about themselves. They would compliment their friends, but they would be the opposite to themselves. You know. And I feel like now that we're talking about it more and now that we're more conscious of what's happening, we have a lot to look forward to, in, like the years to come. You know. Um, people don't want to be the same. They don't. They don't want to be. Um be like repeating the lives of our parents. We don't want to be our parents. We want to change everything around. We want to have like a like a a complete flip, you know, when we have our kids. So I think that's really awesome. Um I did have a question about um any advice for someone who is like struggling with being confident both looks and their character. Because confidence is also how you carry yourself. So how would you like give advice on that?
2: Um okay So one is that I, the one, one, I have like two big things. Um, One I had already mentioned was the sort of like faking it till you make it type of idea of like, carry yourself like that, carry yourself thinking that you are worthy, that you're the best, that you're awesome. And like eventually you kind of reprogram your brain a little bit to believe those things. And I think that's really helpful. Um, And then the other one is you need to put yourself in a community that loves and appreciates you for the way that you are and doesn't make you feel bad about yourself and understands the things that you're going through. And like, like it's not just like a pity party all the time. Like, you know, if you're around people that are complaining about the way that they look all the time, like it's a, Friends do that. Like, you're allowed to complain about how you look. That is a thing that, like, is allowed to go on. But, like, to do it all the time, to always be, like, someone around people that, like, need your reassurance, need to, like, fish for compliment. Like, it's, it's unhealthy to be around that because you are going to do those same behaviors. So when you put yourself around people that are actively trying to love themselves and are on that self-love journey and, like are optimistic and are positive when it comes to talking about that, I think it sets you up so much better. Like I'm, if I was around, if, okay. Like I have the cl- my club members and the, it's a bunch of, a group of women that, by the way, the club's not exclusive to women. It just happens to be the majority of who's in the club. But like, it happens to, like a, a group of women that like support each other and love each other, like so much for like just being our authentic selves. But if I was around a bunch of people who spent all of their time like posing to like look at it, to look at an Instagram picture a certain way or spend all their time like editing a picture and like, like that wouldn't like, I would, you know, like even if it's not on purpose, that would affect you negatively. like And so I think surrounding yourself with people that have like a similar mindset to you really makes a big difference. Um, and sometimes you just need to like, interject your way into a community like that like to help get your mindset better and and that's like that is part of why i worked with the girls to create our bias because we wanted to create that type of community for people at brook like to be able to take that first step and know like you're not alone in that and like how cool is it that we have a bunch of people that like love each other just because we are the way we are? And like, that is character too. Like, things like, I didn't know that I was like smart until like the last like two years. Like, I, it was weird because I was getting good grades and all this stuff. But then I had like the girls in the club be like, wow, Samantha, like it was great of you to put that event together. Like, wow, Samantha, like Bob, like not, and not in a way that like I needed it, but like, it's just like you all of a sudden have people around you that are so positive in your life and make you feel so good about yourself that you like it helps you in having those same realizations about yourself like you i just think it's essential that you have to surround like i don't think that I don't think self love is a journey you can do completely independently. Like, you need the support of people in your lives to be able to do that. And I think it is made immensely harder if you're going to surround yourself with a bunch of people that are obsessed with the way that they look. And listen, it's not to judge people. I will to make clear that if someone like an Instagram model, like those people exist, I have no judgment on that. If that's like the way that you are happy and want to live your life, then that's go for that. But I know that, like in my journey, and for a lot of people on the journey to like love themselves more, you can't be around people that are going to be that are so critical of themselves because it's going to make you think that they're being critical of you too. You're going to think everyone's critical of everyone, but like, no, that's just them. That is just how they are. Um, yeah. So, like, being around people that you think are accepting and positive and are have the same aspirations
0: to like love themselves and love each other. Um,
2: I, I feel like also being
0: exists. comfortable in the community that you are with, like, the people that you surround yourself with, you realize, like, that you can actually be yourself, and then, like, it comes, like, oh, I'm actually funny, or I'm actually smart, or, like, yeah. I can be witty, or, you know, like, you realize that you you don't have to try to be a certain way, like, you can, mm-hmm. appreciate, you can appreciate the way that you are just yeah. by yourself, and, and that's, sort that's of, like, where the confidence comes yeah. in.
2: And that sort of confidence, like, also is, like, so attractive. Like, if, like, one of the things I realized in, like, this journey, I would, like, see girls I remember in high school, and i would be like, wow, she looks so cool, like, wearing these outfits that are different than what everyone else is wearing. And I was like, Samantha you're like out here, you thinking that like to be cool or to be confident or whatever it means to conform. And then look at the people that you think are the coolest. Those are the people doing their own thing, wearing whatever the heck they wanted, like just like, like exuding confidence. And I was like, oh, Uh, that's the way to go not to like look like everyone else or to do whatever like like when you think of the people that you think are the coolest people you know it's those types of people and so I was like oh okay cool that's what I need to be doing and like I, I it started for me with just wearing what I wanted and like I found a lot of confidence in that and like that helped me build up to a point of self-love that I now have today so like you know the journey is different for everyone and the way you find it is different but like yeah I think that's really um I think it's really important like who you're around and the mindset uh, that you're in um and those of the people around you
1: I feel like another good advice is that um you are like the average of the five people that you surround yourself with. So if you are like best friends with somebody who's constantly like, you know, I, I I fell in love with myself recently and it took a lot to get here. Then it just subconsciously you start listening to that. Like my best friend, um, she said that and she was like, you know, I'm really feeling myself like love myself, no like no one else, just myself. And I, I questioned it a bit I'm like hmm, what do you mean by that like can you explain more because that that was kind of like out of like she didn't she's not the type of person who would like say that out of, out of nowhere it kind of caught me off guard so I was like can you explain that and she was like yeah for for a very long time I feel like my focus was on other people and what they want to do like how they see themselves and it is not until like one year ago that I started completely focusing on myself. And once I started really loving myself, it didn't matter what I wore. It's how I wore it, you know? And like, she's, she's very attractive now. Like, I mean, she has always been attractive, but she's more attractive now that she has realized this of herself. You know, it's not what you wear. It's not how you do it's, how you do it it's the way that you wear something you know if you have confidence if you love yourself then other people are just going to be more engaged towards you they're going to be more gravitated towards you and I Mm realized that experiment with this a bit you know I'm not a confident person but let me go to school today and let me be more chatty let me be more witty let me just be a little bit more out there and I realized that like people were more gravitated towards me and it felt good you know it felt like like people just can bounce off of your energy and it's crazy how much power that has, you know? Yeah,
2: Yeah. I really think that's so true. And it reminded me of this thing, like um, every, so I'm one of those people that like in class, I feel more comfortable if I like make a friend or two while I'm in the classes. So like every semester I'd be like, all right, Samantha, like take all of the extrovert in you and you need to make some friends today. And like, I'd say that in the first couple of days of classes, so that way, like, it's, like, I don't know, it's just, like, nice to, like, know people in your class and be able to, like, like, smile at someone when you're waiting for the class or, like, joke around about a professor when they're being annoying or whatever it is. And, like, I would do that and I would talk to people and – and I, I would – like, I'm, it's not, like, a, like a crazy skill I would – my two methods are either ask someone a question, even if you kind of know the answer, just ask people questions and then compliment people. People love that. People love to hear good things about themselves. And then I would like make friends with people and my casual friendships with the people in my classes. And because I would do that, I remember having this like speech class and people thought it was obviously my freshman year, like my spring semester, my freshman year. And people thought I was a senior just because I like exuded confidence just because I talked to people like they were like oh like you're a freshman like I wouldn't expect a freshman to like be able to like hold themselves like that in in a newer environment like that like that's so wild and that kind of like that makes you feel good about yourself too to know that you like come off that way to know that people like see you in a certain way because at the end of the day like the way you feel about yourself is in part like a reflection of the relationships that you have. And so like, if you have these relationships where like people think that like, oh wow, look at her, like she's so confident, she's so cool, like she's so smart, whatever, like whatever it is that like makes you feel really good about yourself. And and so yeah, like it makes a huge difference when you carry yourself with confidence, even if you're faking it, even if you're just trying to get like, just trying to get by and you're like, today about myself and like whatever, that makes a big difference. And, like, it's kind of, like, one of those cycles that, like, you do it, people respond really well to it, you like the way that makes you feel, you do it again. And then all of a sudden, you're, like, naturally just like that. Yeah.
1: Um, I think that, like, giving people compliments is also really important. Like, you were saying about how, like, somebody was like, oh, are you a senior? And it wasn't necessarily, like, a compliment, but it's, like, it made you feel good by yourself. It was like, okay, like, I got kind yeah. of sort of for acting like this because now people are seeing me in this sort of light, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Recently, I like, in my head, I'm like, compliment, like, in my head, I was thinking, oh, somebody's outfit is very nice today. And I told my sister, and she was like, why don't you tell her? And I'm like, oh, I'm I'm shy. Like, I I can't do that. Like, you know, she's a stranger. And then she was like, like, just do it, right? And I was like, okay, hey, like, you know, I really like the way that you styled that shirt. Those pants um where do you get your shoes from like and I started having a conversation with her and she felt so good about herself you know yeah and that's really important because we think so much of other people you know and I think like so many people have such an awesome personality but no one says anything about it you know so it's, yeah
2: it's like you know it's also kind of funny like when a lot of times I feel like when people are existing they think like that someone other people are like thinking of them negatively but it's like then you think of like the own your own thoughts that you have when i'm walking around when i'm taking this away i'm not like looking at other people and being like ew i'm like oh look how cute she looks oh my god those shoes are so cool oh i love the way that person styled their hair like oh wow that person looks so confident like 99% of the time I'm thinking positive things mm-hmm. unless like someone's being creepy on the train but like otherwise like I'm walking around like even like in our school I'm walking around I'm like wow look at how cool that person looks or whatever and it's like other people are thinking the same thing like most people are not going around me, like Ew, look at that person you she's ugly Ew, this blah blah like Most people are are nice. I would hope that most people are nice.
0: It's also a big thing. Oh, sorry. (laughs)
2: Yeah, that's basic. That was my point.
0: I think it's also a big, a huge thing actually at the gym. People get scared to join the gym and start going because they think, oh, people are going to judge me because I don't know what I'm doing. Or like, I'm going to look stupid doing this. But like, no one's really looking because everyone's focused on themselves. Like, no one's really looking at you. Like, no one's no one cares about what you look like or how you're doing a certain thing because everyone's just focused on themselves. And if anything, they're just like, they're just thinking you look good or like you look yeah. like you're doing your thing. Like, that's good for you. Like, no one's really, no one's judging you.
1: And also, I realized if you are just like trying, people are just going to assume that you know what you're You're like ahead. And
0: yeah.
1: there were times I had zero clue how I was doing, what I was doing, what I was saying. Sometimes I don't even know. Also- to some questions just like whatever like let me just go and then perception the of you that you like you know how to like get around um recently like my sister has been telling me to join yoga right she's like come on like I'll pay for the class today let's go let's go let's go and I'm like I don't know how to twist I can't right like Nisha like trust me everybody just like you know Bella would- that like everybody is just so focused on themselves, like making their well being better and doing what they need to do to feel good, you know? So like once you start refocusing on yourself and you like, don't give like a hood about anybody else, then that's when you I feel like shine the greatest, you know? Yeah.
0: With all that in mind. Great conversation, great, great stuff was discussed. And that's all we have for you today. And thank you for um, joining everyone. And once again, if you have any questions for us, if you wanna to talk to us more, you can follow our Instagram at Baruch Pause, and or email us at health and No, health and wellness at edu. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the email and uh, yeah join our future events stay tuned for future episodes we put out um, more of these episodes actually this conversation is going to be on spotify and all of the other um podcast platforms so you can listen to it later if you need you know reassurance again if you need to hear the conversation again you can listen to it on spotify and uh yeah thank you everyone for coming thank you samantha for joining us and speaking with us it was really great to hear from you Thank Thank you guys. Thank you so much for having me. I feel
2: honored to be a voice that you thought was important to hear today. So I appreciate it.